Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today. As we've been talking about making good decisions, as a reminder, God doesn't want us to just make okay decisions. I don't think God wants our life to be a mediocre life. God wants us to make great decisions. Sometimes a good decision can be the enemy of a great decision. We don't want to be people who settle for what could settle for something okay when we could have something really good. I found often Christians aren't tempted by evil as much as they're tempted by being less than what God really wants for us. God wants us to really be winners in this uh, this journey of life with Him. So we've been looking at the importance of, of truth from the Word of God, discernment that we gain from experience, the leading of the Holy Spirit. We've talked about the importance of love and that all great decisions, all great decisions were made out of love, including the greatest of all, that God would decide to send His Son to be our Savior and Jesus would decide to go to the cross. More on that in just a moment. I'd like to talk today about the role of prayer in making decisions. I hear often people, they've got a decision to make, they say, I'll pray about it. You ever wonder, what does that, what do, what do you do when you say, I'll pray about it? What's that mean? What, what are you actually doing? And does God, how does God answer that prayer? I have some thoughts on it. You could read a whole books on it, I'm sure. You could read a book, or there's probably a whole number of books and number of messages. But I have some, I'd like to, I like to keep things simple. And so today I'd like to give you a couple little thoughts on this concept of praying and asking for God's direction. In the scripture, this is often referred to as I'm seeking the Lord or inquiring of the Lord, depending on your translation that you use, to seek the Lord or to inquire from the Lord. And that's what we want to talk about today. The big verse on this, of course, is James 1 verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. This verse is worthy of some thought. It's a great verse. It's a big verse in my life. First of all, God gives without reproach. It's easy to think that God is irritated by our requests, to think that we only bring to him like the really big, tough decisions not the simple ones, and that we, and that God's too busy for anything other than really like big decisions. And sometimes we think we don't make any decisions big enough to bother God with. But actually, God's just the opposite. He's not at all bothered that we ask Him for help. We ask Him for wisdom. We ask Him for direction. We ask Him to help us make a good decision. God's not bothered by that at all. It ought to be part of our life. As a matter of fact, I suggest day that you, you be careful what you be thinking. When was the last time you asked God? There are periods of time when I must confess I fail to ask God over a period of time. But there are other times I'm asking God day, multiple times each day, Lord, what do you want me to do here? Lord, what's the right decision? What's the right course? Help me, Lord. Give me wisdom. And notice it says that if you ask... If you lack it and you ask, God gives generously. That's how God is. Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, everyone who asks receives. And of course, if you know if you're asking according to the will of God, you know you're going to receive. 
And what could be more according to the will of God than to say, God, help me know what to do here. Give me your direction. Give me your wisdom. Give me understanding. Give me your, your advice here on what I ought to be doing here. We know that's the will of God. God loves to have a relationship with you like that, and he'll give generously to you. Well, when you do, what can you expect? What kind of answer can you expect when you ask God, I've got this decision, Father, give me wisdom, help me know the right path. I like this verse from the book of Isaiah. Your ears will hear a word behind you. This is the way. Walk in it whenever you turn to the right or to the left. That's wonderful. If that's what you're getting from God, that's great. A quiet voice behind you whispering, perhaps saying, this is the way. You're going the right way. Keep walking in it. But I found that sometimes I've gotten that. But I but sometimes you don't get that per se. But how does God answer when you ask and you inquire and you submit it to God and say, God, I want to do your way and your will? Well, there could be a number of things. It is the role of the counselor. The Holy Spirit is our counselor. We're told that he will when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. I believe this includes that he will teach us and help us know the ways God wants us to walk in. He'll he'll lead us in the right path. How's he do that? Sometimes he brings to mind a verse or maybe a message you heard in, in a sermon or something of this nature. Often God, when I ask, God brings to mind a specific verse. Sometimes God brings to mind, uh, 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 go ask this person, or he might bring to mind something I had not considered. As I'm kind of making my decisions, considering the pros and cons of a decision, and I pray about it, certain things might come to my mind I'd not remembered. This is the counselor. This is the wonderful counselor. This is the Holy Spirit speaking to you and guiding you into the truth. He reminds you of things you didn't know. He reminds you, maybe go talk to this person. He reminds you of a verse or a scripture you'd forgotten. And sometimes you might just like hear the voice. This is the way, walk in it. That doesn't happen with me all the time, but I've certainly heard uh, God, God, what I think, that's the voice of God. And often it may come as an impression or very strong impression. You pray and and something is strong in your heart, and you say, wow, that's God speaking to me. Now, I realize when you do that, it's possible that you're just talking to yourself and hearing yourself talk to yourself and telling you what you want to hear. That's possible. But it's also really possible that God is answering your prayer and that you actually do have a relationship with God and that the Almighty God, by His Holy Spirit who dwells in you, is guiding you into the truth. And usually, that's what I'm believing. I'm believing God is speaking to me. I I take it with humility. I want to uh, test it against the Word of God. If I'm way off track and, and other believers say, Tom, that's really, they challenge me on it. I want to listen to their counsel, their advice, and be humble before others. But if I ask God to speak to me, and I ask God to tell me something, <clears throat> and an answer seems to come, I tend to believe that's the Spirit of God speaking to me. He promised to answer. 
This is, I'm asking according to the will of God. God is alive. His spirit's alive. Why wouldn't he speak to me? Why wouldn't he speak to you? And so we humbly beseech him. But this leads to another thing. If you'll notice here, it says, he'll lead us into all the truth, but he will not speak on his own initiative. But whatever he hears, he will speak. And this is an important point, I think, to bring out here, this idea of your own initiative. One of the most difficult things when making significant decisions is separating what is my will from the will of the Father. Do we acknowledge that often they're not the same? That often what we want isn't what God wants for us? We have sinful desires. We still have selfishness within us. We still seek great things for ourselves rather than for God. And so when we consider that, part of the role of prayer is to humble us and to get us to the place of being willing. Jesus said, if anyone is willing to do his will, he'll know of the teaching, whether it is of God or whether I speak for myself. Now, of course, he was speaking there about, as he was speaking to unbelievers, they're saying, are you really the Messiah? But there's a principle here. If you're really willing, if you're broken of self-will, and you really deeply desire God's will, then the promise is you'll know. You'll know what's true. You'll know what's right. But the greater the self-will on your part, the more likely that you're going to not hear from God and not know what's his will and not be able to distinguish. And so lots of times what prayer is, when we say, I'll pray about it, it doesn't just mean a quick one-sentence prayer and then we move on. Prayer is the process of bringing it before God, laying out, laying it out before God, and saying, and getting to the place where I'm broken of my own pride, my own self-will, my own desire for me, and I truly am to the place where I want God's will. Now you say that's easy to get there, and and so on. Well, it might be, but I think of Jesus. Now, he had, a, <clears throat> he had a big decision to make in Matthew 26. He was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he was about to go to the cross, and he was praying to the Father, Father, if possible, let this cup pass from me, the cup of wrath that he was about to drink, the wrath of God poured out upon him. If possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not what I will, but thy will be done. Jesus prayed a prayer of submission. Father, he's laid it out before God. He laid out what was before him before God. He said, is there another way? Can we go another path? But ultimately, I submit myself to you. I want to do what you want me to do. Now, Jesus, the Son of God, who walked with the Father, he spent three hours that night watching and praying before the Lord, seeking the Father's will seeking to truly submit himself. And so sometimes this is the role of prayer when we're praying for a decision to spend enough time in prayer and to go deep enough with God that we're humbling ourselves, breaking ourselves of our self-will so that what we truly desire is the will of the Father. And I think this is what, what praying about it means. We take it to God, we give it to God, but we truly are humbling ourselves before him. And that's the role of prayer. Have you ever done that? Do you ever do that? Do you ever spend enough time with God that it's really clear that you've, you've wrestled with him as Jacob did? 
But by the end of the time, you're pretty clear. You're the Lord. I'm not. You're God. I want to do your will. And we become broken of self-will. The bigger the decision, the more important this is. I remember when I was deciding about marriage and proposing to Roz, the big prayers I had were, God, I want to do your will, not mine. I want to follow your path. I recognize my own capacity here to, to pursue what I want. I, I find her quite attractive. I realize I might just do what I want. Lord, help me to do your will. Make it clear to me. And, and this process, in my case, months and months of prayer uh, in the, over, this, over this big decision turned out right. Father in heaven, we bless you today. We thank you that you have plans for us, that as we make decisions, they're not all on our shoulders. Indeed, Lord, the weight of the world we sometimes think is on our shoulders. It's not. It's on your shoulders. And our, our big struggle is not that we figure it out, but that we figure you out and we figure out what you want us to do. I pray, Father, that you would help us to be men and women that pray enough and seek you enough that we truly desire to know your will. We become broken of any self-will in the whole issue. We become broken of, of just I, getting what I want. Father, don't let us be people who just come to you and look for a stamp of approval. But we just ask you to, to, to say yes to everything we want to do. Help us to truly seek your will. This is good, acceptable, and perfect. There's nothing better than the will of God. We want to do it today and every day. We bless you now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, folks. Hey, isn't that awesome? God, God can be part of our decisions. He wants to be part of your decision-making process. Invite him in. It's one reason we come here every day is to be sharpened in the word of God, to be encouraged and inspired in the word of God, to seek God, to walk in his ways. If you're new, welcome. I hope you'll join our community. Subscribe to the channel. Like the video. Leave a comment. Introduce yourself and share this with your friends. Those of you here with me every day, I love you. I know you're growing, and it's a privilege for me to be sharing the word with you. It's good seed, and I know it's falling on good soil. God bless you, and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye.